It's been amazing. Um, you know, who, who would have ever thought about what has happened since then, you know, with everything we've gone through, um, not just on the course, but off the course. Um, but, you know, specifically talking just golf, I think it's been, you know, everything I've wanted and I just keep setting new goals. Um, my mindset changed a lot this week, a year ago, um, after listening to Brooks and what he said in his press conference. And knowing that, you know, the four of us that were coming out, me, Wolf, Victor and, and Sa, um, we, you know, we had a chance to do something. I, I think we had a lot of eyes watching us knowing that, yeah, we could be these next guys who knew, who knew if we were or we weren't. Um, so we had this entire summer to go make something. I've, I've learned a lot about myself, um, my golf game and everything, and just how to, you know, be a professional golfer out there. So it's been a lot of fun um, and, and I love every part of it. So I'm excited to keep this going. I can't believe it's been a year, um, but it's good to be back at a familiar place again. Well, uh, we'll jump straight into questions, Colin. And, uh, we'll take one from Ben Everill at uh, PGAtour.com. Go ahead, Ben. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Colin. Uh, mate, you obviously got your start, one of the early starts here a year ago, you just mentioned. It's been a, a history of, of doing so at the Travellers. Can you just talk to that experience and how important it is that you know tournaments do that for, for young golfers like yourself coming up and through? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Um, that's what we rely on, you know, especially being a top college player coming out, um, turning professional. I got to see Sahith today. Um, and I've, I've literally grown up with him probably longer than a lot of people, like longer than a lot of other guys that I've known for a while. I've, I've known Sahith for forever and I've seen his game grow. So it's cool to finally see him out here. Um, but having starts like that, I think is really important just because it gives us the opportunity. You know, I, I'm always gonna remember the starts I had as an amateur, uh, whether it's that one on the Corn Ferry Tour a couple on the PJ Tour because those are where you really get to expose yourself and really get to learn about what golf is going to be like, um, you know, whether it's one, two, three years down the road when you do turn pro. So having these starts out in summer, obviously, you know, it's not as much of a schedule, I'm sure, as some of the guys would have wanted that are turning pro, but it's something and it gives them something to really just realize like, okay, like we can go play golf, we can go have fun, um, and this is where we belong. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, uh, next we'll go to Bill Pennington of the New York Times. Uh, hi, Colin. You know, uh, you've had a couple of weeks to uh, digest the final holes at the Charles Schwab. Um, I'm wondering as a, a young player if there's a learning curve in those situations or uh, do you just have to adapt uh, when a tour wins you come down to one stroke on, or potentially come down to one stroke on, on a final hole? It's a huge learning curve. And I, I think for me, if I'm able to learn something every single week, that's really important. You know, I, I think I, I can go back all the way to my first start in Canada. You know, I've been learning every single week. If I stop learning, that's when things are going to go bad. I'm going to think, uh, you know, I'm going to get complacent with, yeah, I'm okay where, with where I'm at. And I don't want to ever do that. So, yeah, you know, obviously I wanted to win. It's not like I didn't want to win. I, didn't, I wanted to make those putts. Um, and, I, you know, I hit a good putt on 18. I didn't hit a good putt on the playoff hole, but I hit a great putt on 18. And, you know, for me, if I just keep putting myself in these spots, giving myself these opportunities, coming down the stretch, that's all you could really ask for. You know, if you're, you know, I, I talked to Webb Simpson. It was when he won Waste Management this year. I played with him the first two rounds, and he was, you know, not even close to that leaderboard that first round. I think he might have shot one over maybe. If you give yourself a chance with nine holes to play, you have done everything you can that entire week, and that is when, you know, all of our practice, everything comes into 
play when you're down those down the stretch, you know, coming through, trying to close out a tournament. Um, so yeah, you know, it's going to be a learning curve. Yeah, it, it stings, but you know, I've gotten over it. For me, I know I'm going to put myself in that spot again. Um, just like 3M last year, you know, I gave myself a chance. I gave myself a chance to win. Didn't work out. Oh well. What you know, you're going to come back. I'm going to keep getting better. And uh, you know, every week is a new week. It is a unique kind of pressure, though, isn't it? It's you know, it's different. Uh, especially with no fans like that's crazy different than what we normally experience and and you get that adrenaline from the fans being there rooting you on hearing cheers whether you birdie 16 17 18 whatever it is um but you know it, you want to be in those positions you know i'm not afraid of those positions i want to be in those as much as i can because the more you are the more comfortable you're going to be um so you know if we have this talk again five years later hopefully I have a lot more experiences like that. I have a lot more chances to close out tournaments, and, and you know, hopefully I do. Great. Okay. I look forward to that then. Okay. Uh, David, if you could just shut your video down. The next question will uh, take from Mark Canizzaro with the New York Post. Hey, Colin. Thanks for doing this and Tim and Tyne. I had two questions, one of which was just kind of a, a following up on Bill's question a minute ago um, with regard to Colonial. How, you handled it with, with such grace right, right in, the, in, the, in the immediacy of it, have, you know, having myself having been right there. I'm curious how long did it take you to kind of get over that, you know, and process that and move on to the next thing, and, and, and how, if at all, did it affect you next, you know, the following week? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously that Sunday night, uh, it stung a little bit flight over on Monday still still was there still was lingering but by the time I started practicing you know Monday Tuesday Tuesday morning um it was all gone you know what I, I can't affect what happened I can't I can't change what I did on that putt you know I wish I could but no one has you know magical powers like that so for me it was you know I talked with my caddy JJ and you know we we looked at it like what what did we do wrong I talked with my coach that I've been with for 15 years what did what did I do differently what did I do wrong on that one putt I got ahead of myself you know it's as simple as that you you hit a poor tee shot you get it out hit a great chip you're within 3 4 feet you think you're in the hole but you're really not you know I still had to make that putt and I think that's something I'm going to learn I I've done a really good job of that not getting ahead of myself on the course but, you know, this was a position I just hadn't really put myself in too much, um, where I've got to make this putt to keep going on. And, um, yeah, that's what happened. You know, I'm going to learn from it. But did it affect me last week? No. It's a brand new week. Every single week for me, yes, I can take the positives. I'm going to learn from the negatives, what happened, what I did wrong. Um, but I just have to go out into the next week with a clear mind thinking, okay, my game is in a great position. You know, I'm playing with these, the best players in the world. Um, and I'm able to play some really good golf. You know, I, just last week, I just wasn't hitting it as well. My clubs just didn't have good distance control. Nothing was really working. Um, it was a grind all week, you know, and just kind of stumbled uh, in that fourth round. But, you know, this week, like I said, it's a familiar place for me. Um, it's really good to be back at somewhere that I've seen, and I, I know um, just kind of how everything reacts. And, and completely unrelated, a question about Bryson. Uh, as somebody like yourself who was a very different physique than he does and, Why, thank and, you. <laughs> and makeup. Um, what's your impression? I know you've only been out here for 10 minutes, so to speak, but what's your impression of what he's been doing and just kind of, you know, 
you know, just the whole hulked up, bulked up, and, and uh, you know, do you see that kind of changing, you know, to some degree, a lot of people trying to chase that kind of same thing? Uh, it's just, it's flat out amazing what he's doing. Um, to even think about the ball speeds. I mean, I, I got to play with him at Colonial um, on Saturday, and it was funny because I was only 25 yards behind him on one of the drives, and, you know, I, I gave him a little, little jab just because he wasn't 50 by me uh, like he should. But, yeah, you know, I, I don't think it's for everyone. You know, you see last week, you see a bunch of winners that you don't have to hit it 350 just to be able to win. What he's doing, he's trying to gain an advantage on courses where you can do that. And when I see it, it's relatively straight. Like it's not, his misses aren't that far off. For, so for, for him hitting it that hard and swinging that hard, um, props to him because he's figured it out. And I'm sure he's still, still going to keep pushing those boundaries. Um, whether I see it down the road like that for everyone, I don't know. I mean, it, I think if you started to see him win every single week and everyone else was just being blown out of the field, maybe guys will start doing that. But I don't think, like, I still believe I can win every single week with the way I'm hitting it and the way I play. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's it's a different perspective. It's a different game he's playing. I'm sure it's a very different way of thinking throughout the course, how he navigates courses, how he sees shots. Um, but that's him, you know. I'm sure there's going to be a couple other p people down the road that are like that. And, you know, you just look at them and, and wish them the best. Compared to the last two golf courses that you, you the tourists played, uh, does this week maybe fit, you know, uh, fit into his, you know, play into his hands a little bit more? Um, I'm, sh I'm sure he's going to be able to unleash, like, you know, his massive 200-mile-per-hour drives maybe or 190, whatever they are. Um, but at the end of the day, you still got to hit it close, you know. Just because you hit it far does not mean you're going to hit every shot close. He's an amazing player. Um, and I, I know he can hit great shots. I know he can putt well. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I can't say, I mean, this course probably is more beneficial to him hitting it far. But then again, that doesn't mean he's going to hit all his seven irons super close. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll just, I guess we'll see. Thanks, Colin. I'll see you out here. Appreciate it. Have a great week. Thank you. Okay, uh, we'll go to Luke Denine from Golf.com next, and then we'll have David on deck. Hey, Colin. Um, I was just curious if you've had a swing for that you have been going back to over the years, one that always seems to work well for you and your swing that you find yourself continuing to return to. Yeah, um, for me, a lot has to do with where I finish. So whether it's like, kind of where my ears are, above my ears for a cut, you know, below my ears for a draw. Um, and it's a simple swing thought. It's nothing on the backswing. It's all coming through. It's all hitting the ball. Um, you know, if, it's not really a swing thought for per se when I'm on the range, but I just got to watch where my takeaway is. Um, after, you know, this quarantine ended and we started getting back to practice, um, I just had to make sure all my tempo was, was syncing up. For me, that's huge. You know, I've got to somewhat slower tempo on the backswing at least compared to a lot of these guys and if something's just not firing properly my right foot goes up everything doesn't rotate as well so for me it's it's tempo it's where i'm finishing through the ball and those are pretty much the you know simple swing thoughts that that just kind of allow me to hit the shots and, and your follow through you're saying in relation to your ears um so what if you're hitting a draw it goes above your ears am i understanding that so correctly? below no draw draws below so a little lower you want to finish with the draw 
Uh, my normal just stock little high cut is kind of around that top of the ear line. Um, and then if I'm going for, you know, a lot bigger cut, I'm going to go a lot higher. But, you know, that's it's just like a simple, it's not even a swing thought. I think it's just like, I guess it is a swing thought, but it's more for me to just feel my target, feel my body go towards one way and I'm able to sync everything up just to get there and that produces that shot. Awesome. Thanks, Colin. Good luck yep. this week. Thank you. Okay, Colin, next we've got David Dusak with Golf Week. Go ahead, David. Yeah, hi, Colin. Thank you very much for making yourself available. Do you, um, I should say, putting putting aside with Colonial, um, you've come to become one of the best ball strikers on the PGA Tour. Statistically, you're amongst the elite iron players in the game. Do you pay attention to your putting stats? And are you working on that? And, and I'm glad I can sort of bring a smile to your face. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine to some degree you, you hinted at that you're seeing courses now finally for the second time around. This is your second chance here. How much of a challenge has seeing PGA Tour courses and these greens faced for, for you? How much of a challenge has that been for you and been in terms of your putting? Um, it's huge. You know, last week was super grainy. And we, we come to this week and they're just amazing they're they're pure they're fast they're, they roll smooth um but you know i i think i i hit i hit a milestone when i you know right before player or right before bay hill um i thought i putted solid i i think i i was around that negative one to zero for the entire week which you know if i'm hitting it granted you know we talk about my ball striking if i'm hitting it closer if I'm gaining zero shots for the week, I think it's going to be a very solid week because if I have more 15, 20 footers than a lot of guys, you know, I'm not going to be gaining shots every single time, you know, putting. So if I'm around zero, I think it's solid. That's where I want to get to at least in the next few months, right, by the end of the year. Um, so, yes, I do look at my putting stats. I think, so like I said, if I go back to Bay Hill, that's where something in my head, and I had talked with my coach, something mentally switched, and the way I putted, was very different. I wish players played through because I know my putting stats that first round, it was positive, like two, two and a half, something around there. Um, and I knew my putting was trending in the right direction. So, you know, we go through this quarantine. I, you know, take three weeks off, four weeks off. Um, and I still felt good over the ball. I still felt confident. And for me, you know, at the beginning of the year, like I said, it's a different mentality of the way I putt now. Um, so yeah, you know, my putting stats have been skewed from this. We've already played what two thirds of the year, but from Bay Hill, I feel like I'm a completely different putter. So, you know, yes, my putting wasn't great last week, but if I look at my three putts compared over the past two weeks, compared to the rest of the tournaments I've played, I've dropped them drastically, which is huge for me because no one wants three putts. I, you look at the best players they are not three putting at all. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm trending in the right direction. I do look at those stats because I, I think it's important to look everywhere. You know, I'm not going to just look at what I'm good at. Um, I need to know where I need to improve, and that's 100% one spot I need to improve on. Did you consciously make a decision playing your last bits of junior golf and collegiate golf to, to build a game that was like this, that was going to be a little bit more oriented in terms of ball striking with maybe not <laughs> quite as much emphasis on putting? I'm not saying everyone wants to be good at putting. I get that. But... Did you try and build a game that would analytically match up well with the way the PGA Tour is played now? Um, <laughs> I don't even know how the PGA Tour is played. I think everyone <laughs> plays a different game. Uh, it's, it's really cool to watch everyone play. Um, you know, I, I think that's just been my game throughout my entire life. 
Like I have always been a ball striker. I feel super comfortable with my irons. My caddy asked me why I have my eight iron in my in the bottom slot of my golf bag with my nine in pitching wedge because I feel comfortable attacking pins from 170. That's why I have my eight iron down there. We we didn't. He always looks through people's bags and to see who has an eight iron down there. And we found the first one last week, and it was Jim Furyk. Surprise, surprise. Um, but no, you know, I, I didn't. It's not like I've tailored my game to where I was always going to focus on ball striking. It's just that's been my strength, and I've always tried to figure out how I can get better at that. If I compare my short game and putting now compared to four years ago when I stepped foot in college, I would not be out here on the PGA Tour. I have worked tremendous amounts on that just to be able to get it to where it is now. And where it is now is still not where I want it to be. It is still not good enough to be that top five, top 10 player in the world every single week. And that's where I want to be. You know, I want to be that consistent player that every single week you're able to put yourself in contention. Yeah, you're going to have some bad weeks here and there. Um, but for the most part, you know, every single week you want to tee it up. You want to feel like you can come down the stretch and have a chance to win. Um, do I feel like my ball striking is there? Yes. Do I feel like my chipping short game wedges are there? Not quite. I, I feel like on good days, they're, they're good. Everyone's good days are going to be good. Um, but it's just averaging out those bad days, figuring out how to get those scores from even to two under to four to six under on those bad days. And if you don't mind my asking, just really quick as a follow-up, what, what did you find at Bay Hill? You said that all of a sudden maybe a light went on. What, what happened? Um, yeah, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I word this properly just so you know, I'm not sharing my, my secret. Maybe everyone knows. For, for me, it was just to be, it was be more of an athlete. You know, be, be a person, be an athlete that reacts to your target. You know, you look at all other sports, basketball, you think of basketball, they're always looking at their target. I thought of Jordan Spieth when I was putting, when he putted, I don't think he does it anymore, but when he used to look at his target, he was reacting. You know, that's all he does. He takes a couple quick looks. If you look at his pre-shot routine, a couple quick looks, doesn't stand over too long, um, but he's committed and he just reacts to the target. And I think before I was so focused on speed or I was so focused on trying to hit this great putt that I just wasn't reacting to what I was doing. And, you know, I try and do that. I, I react when I hit an iron shot. Why can't I do that when I'm over the putter? Um, so I'm telling you, it, it's, a, you know, the stats, it's a very small, small portion since Bay Hill. Um, but I, I really believe that it's slowly getting better, which uh, I'm excited. Cool. Thank you very much for luck this week. Thank you. And Colin, uh, just one last question from me before we let you go. Um, can we just get a comment from you on the uh, the Caddy Boot program that's been instigated the last few weeks and again this week, monitoring uh, frontline healthcare workers? Just how important is that? And uh, you know, to recognize these workers, it's very important. Um, you know, I've had a couple friends that are nurses go back to school or not school, um, go back to work, and what they're doing every single day. You know, it's it's amazing. They're they're risking their lives for millions and millions and millions of people to contain this and to really just get it over with because I think at the end of the day you know we've hit that point of you know we have to be safe but we we all want things to go back to normal as much as we can so it's been really cool to have a another you know person's name a frontline worker on the back of our bibs um, I think it's really special and you know it, it's a cool thing because it just gives us an extra sense of uh, of pride for someone that you know we hopefully can and, 
highlight their name um, somehow on TV, and I know they'll they'll be excited um, to see their names. I'm sure. So uh, for me, it's just you know it's very thankful, and and we're all very thankful for them for what they're doing. It's likely that the world's greatest Lynx golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present, from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices paint and music at a cosy pub, but most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't travelled from home, but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there is something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit touredge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boinggolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on FootJoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. 
Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit footjoy.com slash shoe finder today. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgetone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products, so I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgetone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. <laughs> 